I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. We're here. We're queer. Meh. Textual healing. Okay. Um, so, well, we got another DM on Instagram from a listener um, who, this happens maybe every six months or so, we have a listener who wants a peek behind the curtain and they want to know how we're dressed and so as always guys i'm i'm always happy to oblige i'm i i love you know uh giving our listeners a peek behind the curtain so here goes uh i'm wearing a gray jeans and a hoodie today alan let's see alan is as always dressed in a blur of black silks and polyesters uh i say blur because he is a fan blowing on him obscuring his form making it hard to tell where his body ends and the silks mention my lips mention my Mm -hmm. new lips alan's wearing lipstick uh, a little on his lips and even more on his teeth and and of course as always he's got his face on he's wearing makeup that has recently been smudged from tears Uh, (laughs) and elliot go ahead and turn your camera on okay um okay well, Elliot, re- <laughs> Elliot is recording today in a wrestling singlet that has been ripped at the top and stretched wildly out of proportion. He is panting and red-faced and enrobed in a thick sheen of body glitter, even on his eyelids. And all right, I see you. Oh, all. my he's God. Not, he's pointing to his rear end, so I guess he has some there, too. He is, uh, he is twerking in a splits position for about half a dozen webcams, positioned very close, and he's now using a napkin to fish some body glitter off of his tongue. Okay. Oh, my Go God. Ahead. Jesus Christ. Go ahead. Start things off. Oh, I'm, aye, aye. I'm offended you did not bring up my luscious new filler in my lips. Oh, that's right. We are beautiful. proud that Alan got How beautiful. We are proud. lots of cosmetic. Um, We're very proud of Alan for getting cosmetic surgery. Because I can't take all the jokes. You know what I mean? I have to spend thousands of dollars to make myself look better for Brent. All the jokes. We um, always, excuse me, sir, you look beautiful and perfect the way you are. End of discussion. I've said that plenty of times God. before. I waited a few days just to send any pictures of myself. Just so that, that's yeah. how vain I was. No, I think yeah. you sent me a picture of you there. Did that, I? That, I like, t- well, I did. I did lips. the. I, yeah, I put the numbing stuff before anything happened. Oh, okay. I, yes, right, that was the old right. me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. The um, old me. <laughs> these days, me. All right. The old me. Okay. Well, so the have you guys heard of the yesification app? The the yes. pictures that have been going around. Of, I think you're saying it wrong. Am I saying yesification? Yeah. There it is. <laughs> yesification. Yeah. Um. It's it's basically the pictures of people like the the photo the photoshopped pictures the extremely photoshopped pictures of the beauty makeup of like regular people. And they've done it with mm. the president. They've oh done, my it God. With, the golden done it with girls, everybody. Babies. It's like ridiculous how far people have taken it. Did you it. think it was fun? Like when it first started happening, I was- It's never been funny. Not once has like, it been it's funny. It's not really funny. There's nothing all. funny about it. And at to me, all. it was, so our past guest, Sam Kiefer, actually texted it to me how annoyed mm. he was by this. And yeah. how, cause like, it seemed like all these people were sharing these pictures of these things. And just to give a roundup of what it is, basically there's this app called um, Facebook app where 
you can upload a picture and and then do extreme beauty standards. Like we're talking like Kardashian yeah. level ridiculous yeah. beauty standards. I do I do love FaceApp by the way, but continue. <laughs> what wait, what do you love about FaceApp? Uh, it's so fun. You can like you can see what you look like as a woman, you can see what you look like kind of heavier, <laughs> heavy set. Oh, this is the uh, thing you use to make yourself look old, right? Old, and they're oh, really good at the old one. Yeah. If you just take a picture of your face and then they age your face like 40 years, and it's really good. I heard like it was like a Russian app that it was like stealing your information or something. <laughs> that's, sure. That's what I heard. It sure. matter, but whatever. What, even what if are the Russians going to do with it? I, yeah. I'm not sure if that's true or not. But yeah. um, basically, so it, it, it people were doing, posting all these photos of impossible beauty standards. And Sam texted me being like how annoyed he was by it. And I was like, well, this is just basic straight people doing something basic when like queer people do stuff like this all the time, but in a better way, like drag and stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you, you take sort of the standards of beauty and you sort of go in crazy directions with them and it becomes camp and stuff. But it has become a thing. And there was a great article in BuzzFeed that sort of broke down why straight people are basic. And they responded to this in a way that they thought was so funny. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> queer people are over here being like, this isn't funny. Why do you mm. think this is funny? There's nothing funny about it. And it's because straight people kind of has have taken, well, they said in the article that the uh, the memes embrace of both camp and ridiculousness and vapid emptiness feels reminiscent of the ways that parts of queer culture sort of celebrates the sort of performance of extreme, the ridiculousness, mm -hmm. sort yeah. of the, the campy little corners yeah. that we go into. And that much of the fun for the LGBTQ community involves being aware of the artifice of the performance. So it's like, we're in on the joke where straight right. people are like, look how ridiculous this is. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like, in a way, the where Yes Queen came from, the Lady Gaga sort of exiting a hotel in New York and the viral video of the kid, a queer kid going, Yes Queen, but then going in a direction, Broad City made it more popular, mm -hmm. basically, when, when Alana's character did the whole <laughs> Yes Queen and the kid was leaving and stuff. And mm -hmm. that became the pinpoint for it. But it has its roots in queer culture. And it was queer culture that, did it and made it go viral and then of course straight people take it and go in lots of different directions <laughs> right. so yeah, it's that's what this is and yeah. uh what do you guys what do you guys think yeah i also think i mean it's bizarre i think it's so it's just weird i guess that it's it's so popular i was i really thought it was like a one-off kind of non thing thing mm -hmm. and the fact yeah. that it's become a meme. how many people tagged you in the golden girls one how annoying i'm I got, sorry i got a few tags but and I was it like, was so annoying well i get i get i get sent i mean i'm sure you get way more than i do but like people will send me golden girls stuff all the time and i'm almost well i feel like i've either seen it already or i yeah, like, always see it it's yeah. like i have the google alert i don't <laughs> yeah. need to see this guys uh, it's <laughs> thoughtful though it's nice to be thought it's of. thoughtful yes yes but i don't know i sent the i sent the one that apparently made the whole trend like pop off was the, the one of Tony Collette's yeah. face in Hereditary, which I've never seen. Hereditary is such a good movie. My my boyfriend loves that movie, so good. loves scary movies, but I sent him the one of Tony Collette, the, the the Yassified one, the picture, and he was like, I don't get this. And I was like, Yeah, I don't I don't get it either. I shouldn't have yeah. sent that to you. Why did well, I send the, it to you? The Tony Collette one is actually funny in that it if you know the film and you know how sort of traumatized Tony Collette's character was and how Literally the entire film, she is anxiety ridden, ugly crying, like ugly, ugly, mm. ugly, ugly. And mm. the the three step process of making her this beautiful woman who's, you know, doing the crazy things that happens in Hereditary. That one 
has legs, huh. but then people go in and, and mm. queer people probably picked up on them. We're like, yeah, that's funny because right. she's clearly not that in the film. And right. Right. Whatever. Right. But then straight people took it in directions that they didn't need to. Go. Yeah. You know, I when Elliot sent this, I, I did, uh, you know, 30 seconds of research and instantly hated it and decided not to, to dig any deeper. So this was just one of the, you know, uh, the umpteenth example of an Internet meme that I don't understand. Um, but uh, I will say this is probably the uh, the article that Alan was quoting was the best bu- uh, best article written by BuzzFeed in the last <laughs> five years. So. You know they won a fucking like Pulitzer or like the news, a, the news division. The news, I mean the news division. Yes, like, let's be clear. There's a very big difference between the viral stories that this one is probably like the, from the and 21 the different boogers types of boogers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. But I will say the BuzzFeed listicle sometimes does get me because in the in uh, uh, Apple yeah. News, you know what I mean? Mm. It tends to come up quite a bit. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, I want to know what's up with no, Goldie Hawn. You I know? don't. I I was never super into BuzzFeed and I do love hating on them because it's oh, it is fun to hate on BuzzFeed. So represent like internet of like they thought they were so fucking yes. special. And they I had always, all the studios I, in Hollywood, now they're all closed because they're losers. Fuck you, I, BuzzFeed. I, I was I always tell the story <laughs> of when I moved to New York and I started going to this club uh, that we all are familiar with called Rafifi. It was like this kind of underground, cool alt comedy scene thing. Mm-hmm. And you would meet people in the industry sometimes just like in, in the bar. And I remember meeting one of the most arrogant people I met yeah. at Rafifi was a girl who worked for MySpace. And I remember <laughs> she was like just really cocky and drunk and all this shit. And I, and so anyway, it, it, there's not a whole lot more to the story, but just the, the irony that she worked at MySpace. Yeah. And then like when I moved to, to LA in like 2013, I felt that same vibe from any, anyone and everyone who oh, worked yeah. at BuzzFeed. Yeah. It was like, you know what? We actually kind of own the internet <laughs> with our listicles. Yeah. And I love watching now that they've just kind of become this like relic of the internet and yeah. I'm just a, I'm a, a real relic. It's really, relic. it's, it's yeah. really fun. Cause the people, I mean, I remember working and doing some Buzzfeed videos and how, how shitty they paid and how ridiculous yeah. they were on set. And then I remember one time I did a video and I refused to do something and they were like, they literally looked at me like, well, but, we're BuzzFeed. We're asking you to do this. Like it was like an expected right. thing that I would do this. And I'm like, I'm not wearing that shirt. It was a cancer video. And it was like a list of people who had cancer talking about whatever. And they wanted me yeah. to wear something ridiculous. And I'm like, I'm not wearing that. I'm just yeah. not doing it. Yeah. You can not right. pay me. I'm not wearing it. You right. know? Right. It was. Yeah. 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 BuzzFeed is a, is an abject embar- embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. It's but this article was good. Yeah. <laughs> this article so was go. good. This article had, yes, they, there are some deep thinkers at BuzzFeed now, at least, you know, in the end. <laughs> <laughs> if, if this were Broadway, the song went dun dun dun. You know, like every Broadway song ends with some dun dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. Let's talk about sex, baby, with Kelly Hudson. Wee! Wee! <laughs> Kelly go. Hudson, co- uh, podcast hostess mm-hmm. of What Are You Into, is joining us today. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm horny right now. Oh like, <laughs> just Wait, like for in what, my though? for us. Uh, well, just in general. Well, yes, you happen to be in front of me, so yeah. I think <laughs> just like mm-hmm. I'm in a You're horny like period of life. Like you know, it just it yeah. it hits me like once a year right now where I'm just mm. horny for like. See, weeks. is it the cold it's weather? So funny. Is it the cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's funny you say that because I, not to be too personal here, I have felt oh. the opposite the last like couple of years where I'm like, my, like, my mm. horniness has definitely gone downhill, mm. which I, I do know is like, they always say generally men peak in like their late twenties and women tend to sort and of here I peak am. in their yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, getting, I'm like climbing the hill. It's right. really exciting. Right. Right. Yeah. When, when right. did you start the podcast? It's uh, it's it's somewhat new, I guess, right? Somewhat, yeah. We I started it with my friend Bridie Elliott. It yes. used to be called the Squirt. Right. And mm-hmm. we started it like right before the pandemic. We had no idea mm-hmm. the pandemic was coming. I think we recorded like our second episode the week of lockdown. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And then it was just like, all right, we're doing this. And <laughs> yeah, how did you yeah. how did you get there? Because, you know, it's, it's basically comedy and sex, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, Great it's, combo. it's yeah, totally. It's not I mean, it's not inherently it's it's not purposefully comedic but i think it's inherently comedic because that's my perspective i guess yeah and the reason we wanted to do it is we you know we kind of tossed around the idea of doing a show where we like wrote fake erotica or something and i was like why don't we just like fucking (laughs) do what we want to do and talk about (laughs) sex for real right i leave i leave erotic (laughs) yelp reviews you do, do? You that's that's all i do whenever i leave a yelp review i make For it erotic sexual. items oh, oh no just yeah. in general like Places. i do it to gyms i do it to restaurants i just try to make my review sexual erotic mm. i yeah. love that it's i wonder yeah. do they do you do, do you get deleted or uh, yeah often, <laughs> often. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is fucking inappropriate what are you doing yeah yeah, yeah. right <laughs> yeah what drives you to do that just for fun <laughs> it's like a fun creative writing thing where it's like oh i like this restaurant or i didn't like this restaurant how can i turn it into a sexual thing it's not like I'm talking about boners and cum and like, you know, uh-huh. juices yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. I'm talking about like, like I love like, that idea. It's like Angela actually. Lansbury writing an erotic review. That's the kind of review yeah. I'm leaving. Have you yeah. ever written like erotic fan fiction, Kelly? Um, I wrote erotic. Oh, not fan fiction. I wrote like a little erotica piece for, you know, I wrote for like, comedic websites for a while Mm -hmm. and I kept trying to like push all these different things where I was like okay I'm gonna do an article and it's about like who I think should fuck and why and it was just all because I wanted to just talk about who should fuck it wasn't like comedic really you know so I wrote this whole thing about Legolas and Aragorn during this moment during like the <laughs> before the battle of helm's deep in um lord of the rings oh okay. um, you really sorry. lost me there for a second i, yeah, I, was like, I thought there was like a chris right. hemsworth thing that i didn't yeah. know, yeah, right. no, right. no. <laughs> these guys should have fucked um and then and then i wrote like a kind of a joke erotica thing where the writer was obviously like way too horny and like couldn't yeah. you know anyway yeah that's really funny i've just I been actually- injecting it into my work constantly yeah <laughs> yeah i actually sometimes i i have this weird thing where i like i'll find someone on grinder like who doesn't live anywhere near me mm. uh who i think is really hot and uh, the sort of no um, pressure yeah, yeah, no, bre- bre- no pressure. Far, very far. That, away. That's the thing. I think I, most people probably have experienced it. Like, whenever it's unrealistic to meet, people are just more engaging. Mm. And I've had a lot of fun. I, I've done this true. a couple times, writing really hot, like like fan fiction between us mm. and that's the just best. Also knowing that I don't have to follow through on how great 
or hot I am in this story. <laughs> you totally, <know? laughs> totally, exactly. It's all a big ruse. It's, yeah, yeah, right, it's right. like the birth of the internet when we were all on there, like I'm wearing lace when it was like, right. all I have are cotton <laughs> panties because I'm 12 right. years old. Like, right, right. <laughs> Engage in chat. I mean, I think about that and I'm like, I don't remember a chat, like chat rooms were like, uh, they were like a kind of a blip on the radar for me, but mm. I feel like other people have, were more engaged in them. Oh yeah, I've been it. sexting since 1996. Yeah, yeah. as soon as really? it was out there. I was yeah, as soon as there. AOL came out, I was like, yeah. let's find a yeah. way to talk about penis. Same, yeah. yeah. And just, no. just chatting with with randos. And, with strangers yeah. or maybe even my brother. Who knows? You just, oh my it's, God. It's, it's blind chat rooms, you never know. And I, I still remember this, and Kelly, I'm gonna ask you some of your first AIMs, mm. but I still remember I would go over to friends' houses. I think I've said this before on the podcast, and I would like they would be like oh let's go online and like talk with girls or whatever and I'd be like you know what would be really funny oh yeah let's talk to guys (laughs) (laughs) pretend to be gay I don't know why (laughs) right wait so so Kelly tell me like what are what were some of your like first like AIM experiences just like in my friend's living room because that's where the family (laughs) computer was and so just like till the nighttime just both of us just like what are you gonna say what should we say that's so true that you bring up something so true that you're sitting at the family computer back in the day Mm -hmm. was always like in the living room common space you're talking about dick on this thing while your dad watches like home improvement Mm -hmm. yeah right right yeah (laughs) yeah if you're lucky they'd like go to bed and let you stay on but usually they'd be like get off like what if someone's calling and you're like i'm trying to get off (laughs) you can't use the telephone and cell phones no one has cell phones yet uh kelly some of the themes you've talked about on your podcast are uh fascinating to me so i thought we could like dive into some of these yeah can Um, i can i just like backpedal just a minute just to like kind of get into why i did this like okay so bridie and i realized like okay but both of us talk about sex too much and it becomes Mm -hmm. inappropriate like we'll be catching up with a friend and like be like and i can't stop masturbating and people are (laughs) like okay what are you even (laughs) talking about like (laughs) people like to pretend that no one masturbates Mm -hmm. so we were like it would be great if it was just an appropriate like we have full permission you know mm-hmm. and there's just so much i think both of us had a lot of shame surrounding sex growing up and like yeah. it became kind of a journey for me especially mm-hmm. when i took over the podcast just hosting on my own which you know was due to like scheduling during covid and i yeah. had a kid and you know yeah. it was tough but when i once i started hosting on my own it's been it's become like kind of a journey for me into like all these different facets because i'm so curious about all of it like so you're so open but is there still stuff that like makes you squeamish or or uncomfortable or you don't like talking about not really as far as um two consenting adults getting into something together that's Mm, exciting to them like I really don't see I'm like that's cool that you like that yeah yeah I mean of course I haven't gotten into uh shit land uh I haven't had any you know we we have have a friend who's yeah we could introduce you to someone yeah like as long as I mean poop being like a a byproduct of your sex addict at sex act it's not not sex addict yeah yeah yeah. sex act is great like fine we deal with it but it's like as if poop is purposefully excreted during sex, I don't 
know these, how to talk about it. These two. Yeah. So <laughs> the difference between the three of us, I don't know if you know this, Kelly, but mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. like of the three of us, I would say probably I'm probably more like you in that mm-hmm. like there really Sex is no pops. squeamish boundaries mm-hmm. for me. I will talk mm-hmm. and, and watch mm-hmm. pretty much anything. And um, these two. These two mm-hmm. get a bit, get more, as Elliot's favorite word, the vasovagal response starts happening <laughs> and things things you start. Pass out and start we get lightheaded. Yeah. yeah, we do get, I yeah. do tend yeah. to get I'm surprised they made it yeah. through the poop moment just now. I'm actually. No. Uh, see, I can I can talk about poop. Uh, I yeah, do I, I do have too. sympathy. I have sympathy for. Sometimes I'll go on Grinder, and this is a fetish that I'm not into. But I used to go to a site that had this on it, so I'm familiar with. It's called uh, feeding, where mm, you're yeah. or like stuffing or something. Where yeah, you're just eating feeding. You're eating a lot. Yeah. And I I saw a guy on Grinder recently who was like, I'm only into feeding, and I remember being like, you poor bastard. It must luck. be so it's so interesting though because it's it's at least in the queer space it's like it's kind of being interwoven into body positivity in a lot of ways whereas there are people who definitely needed in the queer space exactly and there's a lot of like queer especially men who have who have tried to maintain this sort of like muscle bound identity like so much of the queer community you know suffers from Mm -hmm. and they get into a relationship where there is an open sort of exchange of, oh, this person does find me more attractive at a heavier weight or mm-hmm. whatever. And you can eat yeah. what you want. And, and it turns into sort of a sexual play thing. But I think it's actually kind of a positive thing. It yeah. is. It does seem yeah. that way. Yeah. I mean, I've yeah. been hearing about that on Savage Love for years. And I'm like, how interesting. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. I, I, I had sex with a feeder one, or was he a feeder? Yeah, he was a feeder. Feeding yes. you? No, he wanted Did me to feed engage? him. Did you engage? Oh, me to catch him. I had to drive. Him. This How was much, before. Did he eat a lot? No, he didn't. He was a tiny little guy, and he like he was like whenever like, I... when when whenever he would bottom, it was like a dreidel because he was so like he would spin and stuff. Um, but he. <laughs> He, I don't he understand. Wanted to drive. <laughs> the relationship, the relationship bro ended because there was at this was at a time years ago in LA where there weren't many Dunkin' Donuts, and he wanted me specifically to get Dunkin' Donut Holt Munchkins. You know what I mean? Yeah, Those little tiny yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. He wanted yeah. me to drive across Great. town from Los Feliz to Santa Monica just to <laughs> oh, get fucking no. Munchkins. Oh, come I remember on. That. I remember then that. Sunday morning I was or done. like rushing. I was, it was done. very yeah, exciting that's... when Dunkin' Donuts done. arrived at Atwater. Relationship <laughs> over. He's thrilled. <laughs> right. Right. You, stupid, some... stupid idiot. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. You've, Having... had some, you've had some wild guests. Maybe not wild, but like. Yeah, get back to lot, the questioning. Know, Sorry. Some <laughs> color, colorful guests on the colorful, show. Colorful, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like very, 100 very years old. Um, but I'm curious about um, Madame Posh, the rope master. Oh, boy. Tell me about Madame Posh. <sighs> Madame what Posh. What is a rope master? Okay, so I keep learning, like I just had another rope master on, or roper, or, you know, there's millions of different words, like, I had another one on the show, and it turned out with them as well that they don't get like a sexual thing out of it. Like, and Madame Posh is in the same boat. It's just, they love to do it. They love to just engage. Yeah. 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 Is it a dominating thing? Like a, like a Dom sub thing? Yes. I think that's part of it. And it Mm. definitely can be part of it. And I think they're paid by people to do it, but then Mm. also like to just play with friends. Mm -hmm. What Um, what does she do? She like, it's like tying people up and stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's like they'll tie like a, a harness 
and like then like rig that up there and then like keep tying up pieces i don't understand it it's like Mm. it's kind of like a puzzle slash it it's it seems like this really improvisational artistic process that everyone's just loving and the person that's in it is just kind of in subspace type territory which is a thing where you're submissive and you're just kind of like zoning out in bliss town there's um there's a whole porn series called um uh because i did a story on them bound gods it's like with kink.com oh i know that and they do like a tying up rope (laughs) thing yeah yeah it seems cool i don't know if i would love it like i i know i want to get like tied up but like that level of tied up where you couldn't just like get me out Ooh. real fast. I'm gonna be, be tied up with red vines. I've seen, red have you seen like <laughs> tied I've up seen, in Candyland? Candyland. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen still images of porn videos where people get tied up their entire body minus like yeah. a mouth hole. Yeah. Yes. And that is or the latex ones where covered it's just like the little hole. Except for the hole and they're yeah. like sucking through a, a so I immediately I immediately, that- yes, I get squeamish. I get I crawl oh. out of my skin like I wanna. Yeah. I well, start I to get a panic squeamish. attack just looking at it. I yeah. just do you get squeamish from it? I don't get squeamish from it, but it makes me extraordinarily uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes Not uncomfortable. squeamish. Yeah. It's more claustrophobic. Just yeah. like I imagine myself inside there, and I'm like, oh no! Yes, yes, Wait, exactly. Was, but I, I do want to ask you, Kelly, because there's mm-hmm. there was a when I was looking over your stuff, like movies that turn you on. Now that for at least I think mm. these guys can also agree <laughs> with me too. Queer well, people not, in general. I don't think you talk about movies that turned you on. I think it, I think it was the context of movies that got you horny when you were young. Well, that's what Ye- I mean. That's what that's what oh, I mean. That turned you on, like as a kid, like queer yeah, kids, yeah, yeah. like it's yes. a big deal because there weren't many avenues. At least back when we were kids, probably there weren't many avenues to access yeah, you would porn just... and stuff. So it was films. It was like it was peen and films. Nature that got, to got nature. Excited. Yes, yeah. and you would just accidentally stumble upon like. Yeah queer stuff like um you know like now and then it's there was like these young the girls hanging young, yeah, the, yeah yes and then the skinny dipping guys and then yeah. like you oh, know yeah. i was obsessed with christina ricci and like oh it was just like you know yeah. kelly do you remember a movie called nature to nature no yeah, i don't know that wait, one either wait elliot I think oh sorry I, jungle to jungle jungle right? to jungle oh, yeah jungle okay. to <laughs> <I still laughs> obsessed okay this with movie, this per it sounds movie. familiar it yeah. sounds familiar yeah sorry no it's just this it was a movie with i think tim allen and this kid oh oh sam something yes. huntington sam huntington yeah and I, we were all around the right age yeah. and mm-hmm. queer enough to be <clears throat> very confused by this movie because mm. i mean ultimately this it's a movie about like a, a tim allen and i guess a kid or his son or something and the kid is in what is probably problematic um, um right. garb. Like native american garb or something yeah. but mm. all of that being said he's is like, he like a feral nude? child yeah he's like a feral mm. child from mm. some from a jungle or something and right. it comes to the big city so jungle so to jungle of course and he tim allen is the star the entire movie in the loincloth, and he's like and a he's ten year old. Yeah, but he's he's also like no, he's like a teenager. Oh yeah, maybe he is like no, right. maybe he's, he's like old enough that he's like that. It's like deeply inappropriate. Dude, that's <laughs> right. pre- yeah. yeah, but, but age, for us at that age, we're all like, this is cool. Oh, see, wait, was the what? Wait, what did that film do it for you, Elliot? Is that 
Yeah, I, I, it awakened something. Where oh, I was I like the same age as him, like around the right, same time. Right. Was yeah. I didn't. I don't necessarily know if I knew what was happening, but I was like, I want to watch this movie. I want yeah. to watch this yeah. film. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that with White Squall. Really, White oh, Squall White and Squall. Cruel Intentions. Oh, those sure. two. Those yeah. two. I mean, I literally White I found Squall years ago like... the VHS copy of White Squall at my mom's house, and I went to the scene where Ryan Phillippe dies, like get the drowning part. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and it's like, and his underwear turns like through in that part and it like yeah. literally it's the video is squiggles it, the literally I, I was jerking off to ryan Phillippe's death scene <laughs> because it was squiggly yeah 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 it was like it, it's been viewed so many times that whole section was squiggly for me it was all about fear it was all about fear with mark Wahlberg. i just watched oh, that the yeah. other day because That's me and good. my friend emily are obsessed with that and like we still yeah. to this day just are like oh god i'm dying to do your podcast kelly i want to talk yeah. about this. i so can't much wait to have you, you. Yeah. i can't wait that's gonna be great yeah. Yeah, fear. Uh, okay, so for me, it was the fingering scene. How about you? Oh, <laughs> also, okay, he also sneaks, he breaks into her house. Yes. And like, why does he finger her? Yeah. He fingers on her on coaster. the roller coaster. That's what I thought on the roller coaster. Yeah. 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 Have you, I mean, have you, have, I not, not to get personal. No, okay, get personal. I immediately requested that from my boyfriend at the time. <laughs> and it was a terrible idea. We were at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas, on the like, oof, oof, largest wooden oof. roller coaster. In, wooden in splinters, the, huh? Yes, yes, <laughs> on the Rattler. And I was like, this is it, do it. And then I was like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. Like, uh, it was we're on the Rattler. Dead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so violent. Wow, that, that does not seem so safe. I hope he manicured before he came. Uh, Kevin, mm. tell, tell us, Kelly, what were some of your movies like that yeah. like turned mm. you on when you were younger? Well, okay. Fear, right? Fear was big. Mm. Um, um, Rocky Horror Picture Show, oh, obviously. Yeah. Wait, which yeah. one though? Who? Silly. Um, okay, so everybody, uh, Susan Sarandon, I mean, Brad at times, even Barry Bostwick, uh, Rocky never quite did it for yeah, me, but no. Tim Curry, number one. Wow. Fuck him. He yelled at me once in a parking Tim lot. Yeah. Curry. yeah. Beautiful. What are you crazy? You guys didn't get. No, that never did it for me. Tim? Rocky Horror never, none of, no. nothing in Rocky Horror. And Susan Sarandon <laughs> going, touch me was never really like. <sighs> It just it it kind of boner, freaked me out. All of it was Boner Town. When I saw it when I was 13, I was like, this exists, this world of like this of man things. fucking yeah. both of them. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. He's yeah. so, Tim Curry's body is just so hot in that movie. Yeah, and he's Tim not Curry even did. like, he's, it was, it's very special. effortless. He didn't like work wow. out a lot or anything. It was just naturally gorgeous in this fucking corset this, this is what i've been waiting for my entire life because when i was a kid the only celebrity people said i looked like was tim curry and i was really? like oh come on guys jesus <laughs> and i've been waiting my whole life to hear that he was very sexy extremely <laughs> sexy at that point in his life for sure like yeah he was, he was like a rock star well, tim oh, curry has wow. the same face as some other people who are handsome rufus mm -hmm. wainwright mm -hmm. same exact face mm -hmm. uh yeah. Uh, some a friend yeah. of mine who has who's not famous but also has that same facial structure. Who's I'm handsome. always surprised to find sure. out he's still alive. I will be honest. I know like, I can't. Wait, he, he is. Yeah, yes, he, is. he did a voice of like a weird cat king on a Miyazaki movie, and it's real creepy. It's like <laughs> an odd voice. Yeah, very odd. So wait, let me just add yeah, two more please, movies. Please, I loved. As a bisexual, I loved movies where there was a man and woman I yes. could crush on. Yes. Um, so Batman were bit was big because Michael Keaton and 
Kim Basinger were so hot. And then like yeah. the Prince soundtrack. Oh my God. Did Catwoman wow. do it for you? Because I would have gone in yes. that direction. Mm. Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer for yeah. sure. Really and I would hot. pretend to be her. Yes. Yeah. The fucking patent leather. And then, oh God. Yeah. I just, I have to watch that movie again. Yeah. Soon. Um, <laughs> and then Ladybugs, which is along the oh, same yeah. line. Oh so my like, God. Jumbo oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, fucking, here we go. Rodney Dangerfield. Yes. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. Which I saw. I watched that again recently and it's so fucking inappropriate it's insane yes like, there's a I scene know. with him and the kid yes. in like a in a in a in a dressing, in a dressing room. room at like a laura ashley or something and it's like fucking it's like wild. mocking they're like mocking a molestation yes. it's mocking very, a molestation a, a child rape weird. and there's an yeah. old woman going like <laughs> yeah she's like clutching her pearls it's like out of this world i wish the listeners like could have just seen kelly's face there it was Wait, probably were, the best were you thing into seen. into uh, jonathan brandis or Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> Is that a question? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not no, right. I, no I, I mean, I kind of wish I could claim that having been sexually attracted to Rodney Dangerfield. Did you then see child, Rodney Dangerfield in Natural Born no. Killers and was like, I can't take it? Oh, no. Wait, yes. he was in Natural Born Killers? Yeah, he was he the abusive the father. Yeah. In the oh, flashback like, scenes, he got Juliet like beheaded wow. by like a chainsaw. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. Was he a comedic? Was that comedic? Or, no, it wasn't or... comedic. It was it was meant to be. Yeah. Oh, I love, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that is that is. Like, Wait, I Kelly, have I have I to it. ask you about my favorite sort of thing to watch in um, any sort of straight slash bi porn, any porn that involves women. I mm-hmm. it's my favorite favorite thing to watch. Squirting. What? Squirting. I oh, love yeah. when women squirt. I love when women squirt far and long. I think it's, it's really neat. Wait, 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 wait. How much straight porn are you watching? Oh, Ellen? quite a bit. I have many really? straight male friends that yes, How I want to I want to exchange things with because I want to see women squirt. Um <laughs> so what is it about? squirting kelly see listen i've never squirted but Ever? i know i've talked to no and i've talked to a lot of women who have and i i i believe i have the potential i oh. think everyone has the potential. there's a real there's a real sure. fight in uh, about whether or not it's pee or not oh, yes is it pee? and also Wait. like we're just getting to the point where everyone's like well it's not not pee and then also just like <laughs> shut up who cares <laughs> right yeah. and right. then but then some people are like it's absolutely not pee it's this blah 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 liquid that's stored in Ooh. the so-and-so well, gland but who cares if it is isn't pee? one time i bought him so hard i peed yeah so yeah there you go i mean it happens <laughs> yeah, it happens it's I a mean, thing i would easily yeah. yeah but i think it's not like when you, <laughs> when you see it Wait, like elliot's it's coming face out. i'm sorry elliot's it's face a different right now hole. Is sorry kelly go ahead sorry go <laughs> I feel like it's coming out of a different hole. What yeah. are you thinking right. about, Elliot? What are you thinking about? <laughs> he's trying, trying to, he's trying to imagine bottoming so hard peeing. Yeah. But yeah. I don't understand. I, you know what? I don't want, I don't yeah. want an explanation. Yeah, we'll let it go. We'll let I mean, it go. I'll explain it. <laughs> no, we'll let, we'll no, let that, it go. That, this would make me. So I guess, what is it about squirting? Like, I would love to ejaculate like men ejaculate. <laughs> and yeah. I don't have the pleasure of having a penis. So it seems mm-hmm. like part of it. And it also seems like people keep discovering new dimensions to the female yeah. to the like you know vagina haver anatomy yeah. like it's pretty crazy what's up there that's like still not tapped you know yeah, yeah. i mean it's still, to me it's still crazy that i mean you have um a beautiful young child uh <laughs> the cutest little boy but mm-hmm. my sister had a had a baby recently mm-hmm. and i am so it is truly so fucking mind-boggling how little uh, how how pregnant women are still the anatomy of of women when it comes to pregnancy is still like almost off like it's almost taboo 
in a way like, that what is, are you saying what are you what are you trying to say here i'm just yeah. saying that like the lack of knowledge that is provided to oh oh yes sorry men mm-hmm. and boys about how women's bodies work yeah it's right. really fucking nuts it's yeah. absolutely that's insane. Of pregnancy but just to say that like you know i thought i'd know how 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 having a baby works because of like the golden girls and like yeah. i don't uh, you know yeah i didn't know there was a separation between shit. the clit and the like where the pee comes from i had for years, yeah. for years. Yeah. little yeah. Yeah. boat situation. Women, Never knew. I thought women peed out of their vaginas. Yeah, most yeah. men. I knew a lot of people that did. Yeah, and it's so crazy. They just discovered the clit- clitoris is like this whole f- web. Like, do you no. guys know about this? No, tell me. It's, more. A web. it's not the little nub. <laughs> it's not the little nub. It's like this whole like like it looks so similar to the ovary and uh, uterus shape, uh-huh. but it's got like they these just like- just figured that out? Like in the n- late nineties, they figured it oh, out. Oh, okay. Yeah. That it's not that tiny thing. It's the whole thing. It's under the skin. You can like get to it from there's all like, these different like, angles. It's like a tree, but there's a lot of roots, yeah. you know? Wow. And the roots go 50 feet down and mm-hmm. a hundred feet out, you really know? Really cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yeah, it's pretty That's crazy. Wild. Yeah, it's, obs- oh, it's obscene how one little more, we know. Uh, one more question. We're actually, we're, We've already gone far, but I, I have to ask. You had um, an activist on named Brother K. Yes. Brother K mm. is an anti-circumcision activist. Oh. And he, yes. it seems like he's devoted a lot of his life to yeah. this. Mm. Yes, what, to activism. <laughs> what what are your what are your thoughts? What were your thoughts on on what he had to say? Mm. Um and mm. did it surprise <laughs> you with anything? Did he change your mind about anything? Well, I mean, I mean, my mind was pretty made up about circumcision at the time. I had decided it wasn't something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I had decided that the idea of cir- circumcision was um, kind of based in nothing, like really, yeah. like really mm-hmm. nothing. Like, yeah. um, and, and if anything was popularized again at the turn of the century as a way to get boys to stop touching their penises because it would be that unpleasant right um so this man (laughs) has dedicated so much of his life to this and i'm i'm actually really grateful for him he's like kind of an extremist because of the things he'll say and the confrontations he'll have like that's not as far as i was like jewish people like how does what's his stance on that well he's just like stop stop circumcising your children like if you Mm. i mean if you read the torah or the bible like really get into it and guys there's nothing there it's just like god being like yes you all have to circumcise yourselves and it's like Mm. what why (laughs) why yeah Yeah. and it's like because we're part of a tribe i it's it's very confusing so wait can you give me an example like how combative is this guy about (laughs) circumcision now i want to know like what fights he's gotten into he has worn he has worn like uh, a white suit with like a huge blood stain on yeah, the crotch. Oh my god! And he calls oh, wow. him and his gang of guys the bloodstained men, oh. and it's like basically they're protesting they're having been circumcised. They're very upset about wow. it and are like, "Please stop!" Please. Stop. I, I yeah. looked, when I saw when I saw that, I looked it up. I looked him up a little bit, and I mean, he literally changed his name to Brother K. And yes, he, because his birth name was like his circumcised name. Yes. Oh Pretty my crazy. god. Very yeah. into it. I, it's such an interesting true. conversation too because like as i'm definitely Jew, torn on it i'll be honest just i mean yeah just even from fine. a jewish perspective it's yeah. like no it has nothing to do with like same thing presented yeah. or anything it's like i get the value in 
being a part of a tribe and being a part and having that be sort of the religious practice that is a part yes. of the family tribe that you are a part mm. whatever i get that i get but i also i you know uncut is great the, I don't know. Yes. I mean, I well both. uncut is mm. apparently amazing and yeah. and also i think it's just just as far as like what you're doing to the baby like we just yeah. keep leaving that's that out part. you know yes. what i mean that's it's the like we're doing the like... tribal thing and yeah. it's like if he wants to belong to his tribe we will pay for it when he is a consenting adult like right. yeah. i just will not mutilate my yeah. child that's sort of where the conversation goes for me too it's very fascinating it's really interesting. Yeah. yeah it's hard it's hard it's hard well, yeah Sorry, it's very and hard. A, and I have so many friends who circumcise. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, of course, of right. course. Many friends who yeah. circumcise their kids, and I'm like, I'm yeah. not going to say a word. And you stop yeah. talking to them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. You walk around. Out. You give them bloody crotch pants. Unfriend That's what you do. me. Kelly, <laughs> 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 thank you so much for being yeah. here. It was uh, thanks for having me, guys. It went too fast. Um, the mm. show is called What Are You Into? And where can people listen to it? Where can they follow you? Any and all platforms where you listen to podcasts and look me up on Instagram. Instagram at what are you into? And right. I used to have my tits in the picture, but everyone thought I was like a sex bot porn person. So I just like zoomed in on my face. Perfect. Oh my God, Perfect. I love it. Great. Well, thanks again. Thank you. Kelly. Okay. Thanks, guys. And another thing. So uh, I'm starting off uh, this segment today uh, uh, with. With uh, we got a little swag. We got a little this podcast. <laughs> you know our reach. Our reach is pretty good. A couple uh, weeks ago, I I mentioned on the podcast that I was obsessed with smelly markers, and one of our listeners, a very kind soul, uh, DM'd me on Instagram and is like, "I work for Crayola in in Pennsylvania," and he's like, "I am more than happy to send you guys markers." So he did. Wait, yes! the, and well, because we talked about. Smelling the, those the smelling markers? the markers, yeah. right, right, right. Because I, I found like a twenty count on Amazon, and they had a bunch of like scents I'd never like. They had like a nacho cheese marker that yeah. I do not remember when I was a kid. So this guy, uh, just want to say thanks uh, to him. But he sent these great Crayola markers that I've mm. become obsessed with. I literally have like marker on my nose because I keep <laughs> smelling them today. Yeah, where uh, the one I got was um, well, he sent a bunch, but the ones I'm obsessed with are silly scents, and they're. They're Crayola markers that are, are, you know, scented bad things, which is so yeah. up my alley. Moldy sponge, old shoe, work boot, cough syrup, scallion, grass, bacon. It's so fun. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, the, the, hold on. I had the old tire. I mean, it smells like a tire. <laughs> it's, it's, it's awful. It's so fun. Elliot, what did, which one did you get? Um, I got, well, minor silly scents, sweet, okay. of course. Oh, yeah, um, of course. Okay. And my favorite one happens to be coconut, surprisingly. Yeah, that yeah. sounds oh. good. It smells delicious. And Alan, what about you? Did you do you have any? I don't have any on me, but I did smell oh, no, them last you. night. Yeah, yeah and right. I have well, because I were they I I had them. I give them to you guys. And I love the cotton candy one. Yeah. Yeah, they are good. Anyway, so we wanted to say we want to say thanks. And if anyone listening works for a company that they would like to send us free things then yeah. we are more than welcome to give you Alan's address for the, things, for the future. Um, yeah. You can send us like, I don't know, well, we can send us what we're talking about today, deodorant. That's right. So we were, gonna, we were going to end this segment uh, the, the, this episode talking about deodorants. So Which I'm is a curious. great thing to end on. I great. mean, I, I couldn't agree more. I'm curious, <laughs> do you guys like, do you wear deodorant and what do you wear? 
Well, I wear deodorant for sure, and I (laughs) don't care about the aluminum, never did. Um, (laughs) I tried, I had to, I mean, I sweat a lot, but not really under my arms that much. But when I was, when I was younger, I think I tried that like certain dry, I think it was called. Or dry idea. One of them. And it stung. And I remember in the middle of the night having to like raise my arms over my head because it fucking stung. Oh, wow. Um, But I've always been, I've followed my dad and I just use, I've always used a Mitchum because everything else for some reason gives me a, (laughs) I don't know, something, some kind of rash. And then I I ended up uh, transitioning to Dove. Um, oh yeah gender non-conforming dove i like that i like that wait before before we move on do you guys i don't know if this is a thing that happens to other people but do you ever like put on a t-shirt and there's like those like lines of what i would imagine yeah yeah. what the fuck is that how do you get around that it's the aluminum uh, well no (laughs) it's 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 when you put a shirt on you know, it, you have to obviously you don't put a shirt on perfectly. Right. Yeah. It's touching the 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 part of your underarm. Yeah. That right. has deodorant and it gets stuck on it. And yeah, I literally go so far I hate out of my way to get it. But there's a way to not it. have it. I hate it. Put deodorant on after you put your shirt on, guys. I do. Yeah, but but I there don't are. I do that. I do now. But at the same time, yeah. I still feel like there are still I can still see it sometimes. And I'm like, yeah. am I the only one that this happens to? <laughs> no, you're definitely not. Yeah, definitely yeah, de- not. yeah, definitely not. Don't be embarrassed. I actually, weirdly, I, for some reason, I, I get this like, like out of the blue, I'll be like, I don't want cancer. And so I'll cut like one thing out of my life that like supposedly, vaguely, some study somewhere says gives you cancer. And that's why you and, didn't text Elliot for a year. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah that's right. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I cut out like deodorant a few years ago. I tried to it, at least like oh, cut back to only when I, I, I remember it. that year. Yeah. Well, I, I'm actually still doing it. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I will say a couple of times I did find that, you know, most of the time it was it was fine and I smelled, you know, neutral. Mm-hmm. But once or twice, I, you know, I, not once or twice, like maybe once once or once a month or so, I'd be somewhere and be like, oh, Jesus, Brent, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're wow. in your thirties, dude. Uh, so I've been a little bit more diligent about wearing it recently, but I still probably don't put it on every day. Were you using like a non-aluminum one? No, I use Old Spice. Okay, mm, I used well, Old Spice for a while. God, that yeah. smells good. Is that an it antiperspirant does. though, or is it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Is know, it? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, Old Spice it just smells so yeah, good. Yeah, Michael, so Michael good. uses Old Spice and it's really oh, good. Yeah, I, I am. I have such a journey with deodorant. So for years, especially doing stand-up. I, I sweat like Elliot, I sweat a lot and I do sweat under my arms and it always annoyed me. And I remember, I think I was doing a show with Nikki cause it was Nikki who told me, Nikki Glazer. And she was like, oh, you need this deodorant dry idea. It's like mm, a woman's yeah. deodorant, but it's great and it works. And I have used it ever since. It That's is great. Like, it's a great, it's like what I get. Nice. It's a, it doesn't always, it doesn't, it's not like perfect. Like I still sweat and stuff. Sure. And so like in drag, the process of sweating and deodorant is like, on another level it's yeah. i use the dry idea and then i take powder and i powder my arm so oh, that wow. it's completely like as dry as possible okay and then if TMI. the outfit yeah. if the outfit TMI. is accommodating i will put uh paper towels up there okay yeah, i think that makes <laughs> sense and just because i don't want it to read in the in the outfit yeah i mean i yeah. used to i used to like maybe this was like a 2000s thing but i would like wear two t-shirts as like like in well i guess yeah. like in more in high school i used school. to do that too yeah. yeah i would wear two t-shirts or yeah, i, I told too. you guys that yeah. i would put 
a, I tried putting a sponge with a rubber band under my arm. Oh, my God. oh. <laughs> that sponge wow. must have smelled so bad. <laughs> and it did not work. No sponge, yeah. but it did not work. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I wore two t-shirts, but it was because I was uh, so insecure about being skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, that, like, same. It, same. You know. I do that too. This day. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. yeah. So, so, so insecure that you wanted to look bigger. Yeah. It, it, it you know, wearing two t-shirts kind of masks skinniness. I feel a little bit. Oh, mm. just like your frame is a little bulkier than, than not. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Interesting. Huh. Right. Maybe not. I Who mean, knows? you know, how long did you do that for? <laughs> oh God, probably certainly into high school. Yeah, probably into high school. I probably stopped by the end of high school, I think. And See, then I had the opposite. Just, well, here was, a, here was another one. I'll say this real quick. I, <clears throat> I, was, uh, I was one of those kids who I didn't like using my locker. So I, whatever I brought to school, I just brought with me all day. And I was so comfortable in the winter because you could wear your coat all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I remember once I wore my down, I was wearing my down coat and I got so used to wearing it uh, and I felt so comfortable kind of shielding how skinny I was with this down coat that I wore it into May mm. and it was excruciatingly hot. <laughs> you do and wear I, coats I remember, well. Oh, well, thank you. You're you very really kind. do. You're very kind to say that. Thank you. But I remember I had a classmate who, uh, who turned around one day and she saw me in a coat and she said, oh my God. And like, she said it loud. And it was so, that was so embarrassing because she was like, you're still wearing your coat. And so oh, I finally was like, fuck her. Wear your coat. No, you look, there are few, I don't think I look good in coats. I never have. I look, I wear like vests and stuff and like different, sure. like drapey things, but I don't look good in like a, a nice coat. You look good in a coat. My friend, Jonathan, Very who nice. listens to the podcast, he looks great in a coat. There are certain mm. people who have a body frame that like, they just look good and coats mm-hmm. yeah you, know? you should well, wear them all good. year long <laughs> maybe i <laughs> will <laughs> <laughs> maybe i will what would your aunt say right what your aunt ramona say about something she heard on today's show if i'm being honest i don't think you look very good in coats <laughs> my aunt joanne would say Tell Kelly Hudson to come to me before she makes decisions about circumcisions. <laughs> How about Aunt Anne? Aunt Anne would say, "H. Hey, Allen, what were you at the bottom of that made you pee so badly? Oh. <laughs> she and I both have questions. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of questions. Plenty of questions. It was that big. Uh... Thank you for listening. <laughs> have a great <laughs> week or whatever. Yeah, I have, have a good week. Bye. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even giving you my name because I'm so like Mortified. shocked. <laughs> I'm Brent Sullivan. That's H. Allen Scott. Bye. Bye.